Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three cr.org.au and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally first broadcast on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging, and also acknowledge our queer original inhabitants who include sister girls and brother boys for their awesome contributions to diversity and, and intersectionality on and around the land. And it seems double necessary appropriate to say that today in light of what, what yesterday was. Um, sorry, Day, and I am sorry. Now, why would I say that? Not just because it's a we hope that we're a progressive organisation or anything like that. Um, I got, saw, you know, sometimes we don't, we're not aware of things we haven't thought them through what they might mean. And someone on um, Twitter, um, at um, capital M, small s, capital V, E-R-U-C, Ms. Veruca, has said, the excuse I often hear in rural Australia on hashtag sorry day, I didn't do anything. When somebody tells you their mother died, you say, I'm sorry about that. That doesn't mean you killed their mother. It means you have empathy with their grief and loss, so join in on sorry day. If that doesn't sum it up, what doesn't? And I had to say I hadn't reflected probably enough in the past on what January 26th is about. And it was put to me, and now seems like the good time to bring this up, um, that, um, yeah, uh, you know, we wouldn't ask Jewish people to live in a society where we commemorated the grief and loss of those who were lost through um, the the Holocaust. You know, and this is parallel. It's wiping out a group of people. So, yeah, um, very significant. And, of course, the state um, ALP conference today is acknowledging, uh, or is debating, sorry, whether to um, have as its policy a change of date to another date, which I believe is May 9th, the anniversary of the first um, federal parliament sitting, uh, not May 8th, May Please, we can do better than that, um, regardless of anyone's views on anything to do with an Australian National Day. So, yes, we are sorry. Welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for your company. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. Out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, if you're an old-fashioned emaily type. You can text. It's up and running, 61456 751. 215, you can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can also look um, for the post currently on my Facebook page, and it will be up in the, in the next music bracket um, on Out of the Pans page, Out of the Pan 3CR 855am Melbourne as well. And remember, if anything on the show is triggering, um, the fabulous people at Switchboard are there, part of QLife 1800 184 527.
And, well, we opened up today musically um, with Jesse Paradox and a California love song. And, well, I opened up today with Jesse because after the next track, which will also be from Jesse, we'll have Jesse on the phone um, having a chat with them. They were on the show two to three years ago in 2015. And let's find out what they're up to and all sorts of amazing things that they're doing. So, um, yes, they'll be on the phone um, very, very soon. Um, Sometimes people are, you know, critical and possibly reasonably of doing acknowledgements other than a welcome, acknowledgement of country, sorry. Um, Sometimes I think they have a place. And this is one of those weeks where I will do the extra one where we acknowledge our LGBTI seniors in general, who pioneered, paved the way and got us to this point. And I will not use the word elders. I acknowledge that that has significance for our original inhabitants. But this week we had what was somewhat of a landmark in Victoria. You know, you'd call it a bit of a big ticket win where the ending of forced divorce happens. What is forced divorce? Forced divorce is where under um, where marriage is only between one person with an M on their birth certificate and the other with an F and one person needs to affirm their identity. I'm just talking trans and gender diverse for a second. Um, That um, the, even if they, even if they want to stay together, if the trans person, trans slash gender diverse person wants to change their birth certificate, they have to divorce. And it's a sort of unintended, but certainly unwelcome um, effect, a toxic effect of um, just having M and F marriage, or as most people would call it, heterosexual marriage. Um, in Australia, 7 December last year, when marriage laws finally passed the national parliament, you'd think it was all over. Not quite. Of Australia's eight states and territories, only two had got rid of the forced divorce provision off their law books, being the Australian Capital Territory in 2014. South Australia in 2016, Victoria missed out on the same night as South Australia by one vote in the state parliament along with other needed birth certificate reforms. There were also consequences, I should add, although it's not part of forced divorce, for people with intersex variations or non and or non-binary people um, who had something other than male or female on their birth certificate prior to 7 December, they couldn't marry anyone at all because if it was only M and F, you couldn't, you know, nothing else was valid. Um, But Victoria, on Tuesday night, the laws to change this for the better went through the state upper house, and that's certainly something worth marking. Um, I'm not sure exactly when they're going to come into force. There's the New South Wales Parliament, interestingly, where the majority party in the lower house is the Liberal National Party Coalition, Um, has also introduced laws this week to get it done, which is incredibly welcome. And that would mean that four out of Australia's eight states and territories would have it done, including probably the most populous ones, uh, or populated in terms of numbers. Um, And I have heard talk of it getting underway in Queensland and WA. Northern Territory and Tassie, um, you might be small, but you don't don't want to be left behind. Um, But I think what struck me this week is that there wasn't... Yes, there was some celebration and thank heavens, but it brought up a lot of strong feelings for lots of people. And why I wanted to acknowledge our LGBTI, in this case particularly trans seniors, is that many did lose their loving relationship because of these laws. So we say, you know, our seniors paved, pioneered and paved the way often at great sacrifice. Well, there's a classic example 
And, you know, we don't, it's a challenging one. We don't want to dwell on it, but it does in one sense, but we can't just walk away from it. We have to acknowledge the pain of our past to heal it, I suppose. And we always will acknowledge those people who did experience that difficulty. But what also got me was the number of people who are still incredibly upset and angry when you know people said, why didn't um, that why wasn't there more achieved? Well, as mentioned in Victoria, we missed out in 2016 and we can't introduce exactly the same law until, um, until the next parliament under the Victorian state constitution. Um, if the houses disagree, the bill has to be substantially modified to get it through um, in the life of this parliament, which of course um, ends later this year when we have an election on the last Saturday in November. Um, so... Yeah, um, people are still really upset. People are saying, why didn't um, places like, you know, and I'm not saying this is just one example, the Human Rights Law Centre try for more. We couldn't in Victoria. Um, and I don't like chances in New South Wales, sadly enough. Um, you know, so, um, um, you know, from my point of view, um, you know, um, that's where things are at. Um and New South Wales would have had, having a Liberal national government probably would be taking a very minimalist approach anyway. So it doesn't mean, and the Victorian government, the ALP, sorry, has made clear that it is, has not given up. This is not the end, of course, and it will try again in the next parliament. But people are still understandably angry, and it still shows the residual feelings of hurt and upset and abandonment and many others that it... Um, have come up during the postal survey and probably for the last couple of years in particular, but also over a lifetime in trans and gender-diverse communities. And it's a challenging one. We, um, you know, sort of, we, as I say, we have to acknowledge hurt um, first, I suppose, and then how do we get, you know, you know, we need to try to somehow get to a better place. An interesting thought. But it is, you know, overall an, a step forward. And, you know, as I say, Victoria down, New South Wales looking like it's next, four down, four to go, is what it could end up as very soon. Let's hope the other four states and territories get it, and then we can say we will have 100% marriage equality. All right, um, let's have a listen to another Jesse Paradox track while I get Jesse on the line from somewhere around the known cyber universe or something like that. Um, and this one, um, Jesse's a... I love the way Jesse thinks. This one is called Work Ethic. And there can be at times some lyrics that um, possibly our grandparents would have called offensive or something in Jesse's songs, just to give that warning. Um, I don't really care. Um, but, um, and, you know, um, I do have to give that warning. But, of course, often that's just a matter of judgment. So let's have a listen to Jesse Paradox and Work Ethic. And then when we return to... Um, hearing voices, you'll hear mine along with Jesse's on 3CR, 855 AM, um, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. We will not negotiate with minor state of title government or anyone on, on our culture, on, on our land. You know, if people say, oh, you're going to finish up with nothing, well then so be it. But at least our hearts will tell us that we did not sell out our country and our culture and heritage for a few scungy dollars. Subscribe to 3CR so that your dollars support Indigenous voices and the struggle for land justice. 
for Aboriginal people, the greatest grief of all is seeing the country destroyed. And somewhere along the line, we have to realise that we don't actually have the right to do that, that nothing we've ever done has given us the right to do that. Now, you know where I stand on this, because I'm so simple-minded, I think we've just got to admit that this is an Aboriginal country. Just do it. Sally. And forgot to mention in that first segment, um, of course, I always call out anyone who want, from the Rainbow Communities who wants to tell their personal story on the show. It's very much here for you. And that, of course, definitely includes those at the intersection of Rainbow and Original Inhabitants. Please um, get in touch with me. It's here for you. And also got to um, forgot to thank Out of the Blue, Diving Deep from the Marine News, as they always do. But it was great to hear that people dive deep into their pockets and both sponsors and punters alike for their trivia night. Well done, out of the blue crew. Um, They'll keep bringing in the Marine News, a reminder that 3CR's Radiothon gets underway on the 4th of June. I'll give you some deets soon on how to um, um, support out of the pan. Well, it's been a busy, busy week and Thursday was a day that um, hasn't had a lot of publicity um, and that was the, um, in particular Thursday, the twenty fourth of May, the twenty fourth of May, which is um, Pan Visibility Day, pansexual and pan romantic. And someone who's very much supportive of that is the guest on the line all the way from the USA, where it's still Saturday night. Uh, welcome back to Three CR, um, Jesse Paradox. Good to have you back with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, look, it's just, it's a pleasure. Um, great to have you all the way. Um, and you're giving up your your Saturday night um, fun time just to be with us, with um, with our listeners for a bit. So I appreciate that. I might get you, you know, you, um, you're a returning guest. You were on, um, we had a chat way back, it seems way back in 2015, but I might just get you to do a quick reintroduction of yourself and what you do um, on, well, any level you want to talk about, really. Sure. Well, I am a, what did you call it, a trans pan? You had a really amazing term for it. Uh, last, last time. time oh. Um, yes. Uh, a trans pan, a, a, a trans. A bite. A, a bite. Oh, a bi kinky trans, um, trans, bi kinky trans pan or something. Something like that. I'll have to go back yeah. and have a re-listen. We'll find it. <laughs> Yeah, I just remember that term, yeah. So I'm a musician. I'm an indie rock musician. Um, I identify as trans, um, more specifically non-binary, genderqueer, and um, definitely pansexual, uh, kind of whatever, you know. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm a musician. I live on the West Coast, the United States, uh, Santa Cruz, California, by the Bay Area. And, uh, yeah, that's who I am. 
Yeah, and you do a mountain of work, which uh, are lots of other things as well as your in independent music, um, which we're going to have a chat about as well. And you can check out um, your website at um, Je um, Jesse, um, Jesse Paradox, um, dot com J E S E P A R A D O X dot com. If people want to, if they're sitting at home and want to get visual as well as audio, have a look. But um, you've been working on some new music since we last um, chatted. Um, so far today on the show, we've had Love Song and just had Work Ethic. Um, tell us a little about those two songs, perhaps, to start off to go further. Sure. Well, Work Ethic definitely relates to my experience as a music musician because mm. I feel like I'm living in a society that is so utilitarian it's it's like you know you get a job that just that, that just makes you money right away and is functional and and all this stuff and in my heart i'm an artist and i always have been i mean i've been playing music um my whole life i i mean my parents always had music playing and i was in music lessons when i was four just beating sticks together and just always and, and then always creating music even if i couldn't play the instrument i dabble with it and i and the and so work ethic is is like you know I have this this dream. It's it's a part of me. I can't I can't you know just get rid of it. I, I didn't choose it. It's just in me to make music to create. And yet I'm trying to get by in this society that doesn't really value it. I mean it certainly values it if you're like a superstar or something, but it, it sort of doesn't value it. And I and I at the same time I I do want to be you know stable and have money and all this stuff and so it's like how do i how do i deal with this how do i live this life doing what i love and what my calling is mm -hmm. and i also believe art is it can be activism you know but also you know i do live in this society and you know how do i get by you know <laughs> yeah it's tricky well it is a challenge i think for people in both we'll say artistic creative fields but also i find this in community fields um we do have we often talk about um, privilege. I think I sometimes use the phrase sector privilege. You know, we tend to value the corporate sector, then the small business sector, then maybe the public sector, mm. and then community and comes down last. But, of course, as a, an artist, you are, a we'll say, a small business operator. Um, but, you know, even within those, those boundaries are by no means clear-cut um, because someone who runs, we'll say, a small widget-making factory is going to have more privilege than perhaps um, some sadly someone like yourself who's doing amazing mm. stuff yeah that's true I mean I and I and I've struggled with you know this sort of feeling that I should I should I should you know that be horrible able to word. live my life doing what I what I dream of but I always have to find these sort of day jobs um, yeah. to get by and I know that there's others who feel like that, and so the song is sort of like a call out, like, hey, you know, I, you're out there, you relate to this, I see you, I recognize you, you know, we feel the same pain. No, look, so, so many of my friends in, you know, the various rainbow communities feel this as well, particularly the bi community, which it's worth noting there has never been, to our knowledge, a bi-specific grant in Australia, the US or the United Kingdom, and possibly anywhere in the world. I hope I'm proven wrong on that at some point, mm. but, you know, bi people um, or multi-gender attracted, if we like, uh, often face this as well. But you do, um, you know, you are making, you know, sort of you're setting out on your, you know, your true, 
authentic dreams. And the other part of what you do is also really important as well, as well as your music. And I'd just like, you know, I'd like to get some, a, have a general chat, if you like, about that, um, you know, and what, what you do. Sure. So um, I, I have a, a program called Trans Spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, that is sort of, um, I mean, it's a radio show. It's a podcast. Yeah. It's um, through Wild Planet Radio. And the whole point of, of this show is, is the message that to be trans, I mean, to be queer in general, mm. but just from a personal lens, being trans, being genderqueer, can in itself be a beautiful and spiritual path with its own gifts and and beauty because I, I feel that a lot of times um i mean most of the time even living in a fairly liberal place as a genderqueer person as a pansexual bisexual person um i i either i go through life either like defending myself or explaining myself and explaining myself um in terms of like how how I'm different from the mainstream and how, you know, that, that should be accepted or that's, you know, it's never, it's never sort of treated as a beautiful thing in its own right. Like, Mm. you know, you look at someone and say, Oh, you, I mean, this is a stupid example, but you have really blue eyes they are beautiful. It's like you're, you're, you know, you're seeing something unique in someone, someone's unique self and seeing it as beautiful instead of a mistake Mm. or, you know, different in a bad way, different with a capital D in a bad way. And so um, when I say spiritual, too, I, I don't mean religious. I mean deeply meaningful and purposeful. I mean, it can be broad. I mean, when I, in the show, when I speak about spirituality, it's a, it, it includes all traditions, and it's meant in a very broad way to be inclusive. So it's whatever your, your sort of definition of spirituality is. So it's, it's like, you know, how does being trans um, what does being trans mean in terms of uh, a spiritual path? What is what wisdom does the trans experience have that we can share with the world? And um, you know, kind of getting that message out to people. There might be people listening who are isolated mm-hmm. and who feel very alone and different, and sort of don't know. You know, and and you know, while the show isn't necessarily saying you know get up and and out yourself to everyone, it's just saying. You're you're beautiful. You know you you have purpose. You're, you're not just some some um, mistake or something. Like you you know you have amazing gifts to share. And let's talk about what those gifts are. So the show is is interviews and just talking. It's sort of opening up that conversation in all of the ways it can it can go basically. Oh look, I two things out of that. One is I totally agree with you. I think that I totally, you know, I'm with you. I totally acknowledge the um, pain that trans and gender diverse and I'll say rainbow people experience in a society that sometimes doesn't value difference and it um, and that needs to be affirmed. But we have to remember we have amazing insights and can, um, you know, sort of can I. I do believe we can make a huge difference in the world with those insights. The other thing is um, if people want to listen into your podcast, which um, we can never get enough trans awesomeness, 
um, and queer awesomeness. <laughs> um, how do people do that? And sort of does it go? Um, does it get broadcast at a particular time, roughly each week? And we'll, I'll try and hit my smartphone and do the time conversion thing. Um, but sure, um, yeah. Sure. Well, the, the, all of the episodes are just up and stream, available for streaming. So, I mean, someone can, can listen to them as many times as they want. And um, it's available in two, primarily two places. You can go through the Facebook group, which is simply just Trans Spirit. But the website is through Wild Planet Radio. So mm-hmm. the URL is wildplanetradio.com and then slash Trans Spirit with a hyphen between the trans and the spirit. So wildplanetradio.com slash trans hyphen spirit. But I believe if you were to if you were to type in in Google just Wild Planet Radio Trans Spirit, it would come up. I mean there's um unfortunately I mean unfortunately for the world, fortunately for the show, there's not a whole lot of other you know, a whole lot of options when you type those words in. <laughs> um so which is part of the point too, you know, when you use the words you say to someone, you know, transgender spirituality you know someone look at you like you're nuts like what is that you know can that is that even a thing can that even be a thing so <laughs> yeah that's what uh, we're exploring it hasn't been explored enough and i think as a, as a, you know i'm with again i'm with you that we have plenty of unique things to offer um and one of them i was going to ask you for your insight and wisdom on is we are of course we are seeing some very difficult times, both in the world context context and in mm. Australia, um, for groups like trans, for people who work in the sex industry. And I wanted to ask you for your thoughts on how we can be respond, I'll say, positively and proactively to that. And I mean, we could sit here and complain about particular behaviors of certain people for for hours but let's what can we do that might move you know might move us forward i think is something that i'd I'd really value your thoughts on um given as your biography on your website says you're a rock philosopher of consciousness and a spiritual seeker (laughs) in the frontiers of human experience so um go for it (laughs) well i deeply think that people you can uh, just as much as there are seven, however, from a billion people on the planet, there are ways to be an activist. I used to think that the only way to really get out there and, and like help change things was to be an activist in the typical sense of the word. And, um, you know, I consider art, art is activism. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Any, like, so art is my, you know, and specifically music is my particular. Uh, probably my strongest, you know, path or inclination or whatever to, to you know, promote, you know, positivity, understanding, educate, you know, to educate, to, you know, do all those types of activist things that I want to do to see positive change in the world, especially with the crisis going on. But other people have other um, abilities and other things, you know, certainly protests are, are great and we, we can all do that. But I think just in terms of people's daily lives, everyone is in a different situation. Some people, you know, can't out themselves at work. or Some people can't. But there's still ways they can participate, even just reaching out to someone on, online or something. If they have Internet access, if, if the only thing they can do is just sit and meditate and try to, you know, because they're not in a safe space, and that's all they can do. But I don't know. I, I believe that we all have different skills, different things that mm-hmm. call to us. 
you know, so maybe someone else is, is drawn to making visual art and someone else is drawn to organizing and someone else is drawn to teaching, you know, because I, I, um, I experienced uh, some just straight-up ignorance of uh, queer topics at my work, and so I did a workshop, you know, and, and I, I believe that's a better answer than just uh, butting heads and fighting someone mm. like, okay, let's create like a, you know, I don't want to necessarily be asked questions all the time, so let's, let's you know, create like a little class, like a, like a trans 101 where we can, you know, I felt comfortable in that circumstance to, to teach that and, and answer questions. Not everyone does. You know, some, someone else might do something completely different. So I think it's about finding your authentic, you know, the things that call to you and then using those in, in, in a way that, that is activist and does help promote change. Yep. Um, if all I could do was um, organize protest, I mean, I would feel like, well, what about my art? I mean, surely my art can be, you know, changing too. Because, I mean, music and, and art has a big, I mean, I believe, I strongly, I know that we can change, help change culture with, with art and music. Oh, look, I'm, again, totally so. And I agree with you. We all have a skill, if we combine it with a passion, um, that can, you know, lift things up. That's the amazing thing. Now, there's one um, couple of other things I wanted to chat with you about, and one as a very much a card-carrying introvert, and that's your song, Introvert mm. Curse. Um, and yeah. um, I, I'll just sort of, I don't know, I'll curtsy or do some sort of gendered movement towards Susan Cain and um, other um, writers of books on introversion, but I'm just curious to hear, I'm going to play that one um, shortly and just wanted to get um, your thoughts on how, again, how that one developed and what it says. Yeah, I, for a long time, wanted to write a song like that, that was sort of like, not not as much, uh, you know, poor me, I'm, I'm this introvert and I suffer, but more like... Um, kind of empowering because I, I am definitely an introvert and I'm definitely a highly sensitive person too. So like double whammy, um, meaning I'm, you know, sensitive to stimulation and noise and all these things um, far more, I say, than the average person. So I wanted to write a song that was sort of on one hand, maybe even having a little humor about it, not necessarily taking myself so seriously, but poking fun, but also just sort of acknowledging it to the world because when I learned about what an introvert really is, mm-hmm. um, like before I just thought it was someone who was shy or something. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really know what I thought, but when I, when I learned about um, how, you know, there are people that just, you know, handle energy differently and yep. my entire family are extroverts. So I always just thought I was just something was wrong with me or something. Yep. So when I really learned about what that was, um, it was so just healing, and and um, and and most of my friends are introverts too, and so we've had conversations like, "Yes, this makes sense." There are other people. I'm not just weird. Like this is just a valid human experience. So the song is is promoting that as well. Like this is a this is a valid human experience. You know, if uh, there's some pain involved, but you know it is what it is and we're going to get through it and we are who we are. You know, I, I've definitely tried changing myself. I've tried, mm-hmm. um, desensitizing myself, forcing myself to like overdo myself in social situations and things like that. And, um, it's never worked. So, 
and then these books came out like Quiet and um, oh, a couple other books um, in the last maybe 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're still fairly new in terms of culture, but yeah, it's just been very healing to, to understand that and know that I'm not alone. <laughs> oh, look, you are talking to an introvert HSP trans person right now. Um, <laughs> you know, sort of, and yeah, the, the other the two books I read first were Introvert Power and Introvert Advantage, and then Susan Kane, mm. who really, of course, has sort of picked up the mantle here with Quiet, the power of introverts in a world that never stopped talking, stops talking, says the two introverts talking passionately to each other. But um, mm. um, And also credit to Elaine Aaron for her, her work on highly sensitive people, hsperson.com. That website is memorised by heart. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it is that sense of, oh, my gosh, I'm okay, um, you know, which we, you know, mm. which we deserve to be told on any part of our, um, we'll say, entire persona, um, they're all valuable. And when we value diversity, there's lots we can do. Um, Jesse, got to, got to wrap it up at this point. I wish we could talk on forever, but um, if people want <laughs> to buy and or listen to your fabulous music, where's the best place to start to do that? You can go to www.jesseparadox.com, J-E-S-S-E paradox.com. But you can also go to Amazon, Spotify, iTunes. I, I have my music distributed with all of the different, most different websites out there that people have. So, um, yeah, jesseparadox.com. And the last question I have for you, is there any chance you could come to Australia for a visit? Oh, my God. I, I would love to. <laughs> I, I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> Actually, I'm making a little more, you know, I'm doing a little bit better financially now, so I, I plan on it. I will look forward to that day where we can finally, um, you know, I just say this, embrace in person um, as a... And also on a lighter note, maybe we should start a funding, not a funding, not only to get you down here, but also, dare I say, research into trans and H, trans introvert HSPs. I think we've got something here. Yeah. Um, there could be a very large sample. So look, Jesse, you're just doing, I, you know, you are doing amazing work. You are living authentically. You are offering your heart and soul. And that's um, pretty damn good in my book. So just keep rolling with it and... Next time, we'll make sure it's not three years between chats um, and hopefully you can come in live to the 3CR studio at some point when you get to Australia. Thank you so much for your time on your Saturday night. Thank you so much. All right. Take lots of care and keep rolling. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. See you. Jesse Paradox. Um, Hashtag trans awesomeness or hashtag pan awesomeness. Um, Yeah. That's sort of what we need. Um, so let's have a listen to um, a track about introverts. Um, what is it? Introverts of the world unite. Introverts of the world unite quietly together in our own homes. Let's have a listen to Introvert Curse and come back and probably be close to wrapping up um, this episode of Out of the Pan on 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally and thanks3CR has all kinds of music programs for you to hear. From blues to hip-hop, reggae, classical, punk, 
jazz, soul, indigenous, experimental, indie, metal and other music styles. Check out 3cr.org.au on the World Wide Web for more info. Absolutely. Um, 3CR 855 AM, 3CR um, digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And yes, um, we are three weeks away from uh, Out of the Pan Radiothon show and um, um, do want to ask for your support on that. And if you want to give online, um, if you... Um, go to givenow.com.au, Crowdraiser Public, Out of the Pan Radiothon. Um, you'll get to a link to do that. Or if you forget that, um, please just get in touch with me and um, I can um, give it to you again. Um, but seriously, definitely, positively, 100% plus need your support because um, we have to fight for our mic. And, yeah, um, it does actually come up out of the pan radiothon. If you put that into your search engine, it comes up. So you don't have to remember that exact link. I like it when that happens. Um, it's high tech. Now talking technology, we've had, um, the communications box. We can't call it a mailbox for reasons of various forms of communication and well, gendered, bad gendered puns or something. Um, Melina's emailed in and was listening to the show on podcast during the week, as you can do and also had some thoughts on Eurovision. Um, and, but unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't hear it. When I say unfortunately, I didn't hear on any of it. But unfortunately, SBS is now doing the snarky Terry Wogan style of commentary for Eurovision by grumpy Anglo-male comedians and snobby celebrities with inane comments, as Melina's put in this letter to Green Guide. The diversity of Eurovision should be represented by a diverse panel who aren't so shallow. Where was the wit of Lee Lin Chin and other SBS stars? Um, I agree with that. And um, also, you know, Terry Wogan, it's 20 years this year since Dana International um, won Eurovision and faced massive transphobia from the from Terry Wogan. And regardless of where Dana comes from, yes, where it's debates about Israel that I, um, for personal reasons of self-care, stay away from, um, still it was a trans person who won. Um, so yeah, I agree with you on that, Melina. I think you've got to have sensitive commentary and honest. Another note I heard this week about some trans and gender diverse people who were on a panel for a corporate and the facilitator really had no idea, made it all about, um, her cisgender privileged self and stuffed it up completely. So, um, you know, we need people who, if they can't be from the group in question to facilitate, they need to be empathic and not just sort of put their perspectives onto the trans community. Um, at a worst-case scenario, that's what happens when we all know what happens when people who think they know what trans issues are and aren't, but aren't, don't do it. Hmm. Um, what else? Very quickly, Melina's um, also sent in a link um, from bbcaustralia.com. There's a new series beginning on Thursday the 31st of May, and trigger warning here, but it um, features the impact of hate crimes in the USA, and it does talk about um, the murder of a, a trans teenager. And uh, Melina says, quote, I've watched this BBC channel before, and they treat their subject matter with great respect. 
So yes, thanks. Uh, thank you for that. Molina also offers a trigger warning as well. So yeah, um, one to watch. But um, yes, um, if you if you can, and obviously you know you do have naturally always got to be safe in yourself um, to do it. Um, you know, please if you can do, uh, have a watch. See if I can during the week. Um, so I'm not really sure which channel. It's on a BBC channel. Um, bbcstray.com whether that's just webcast I admit I don't know but um, we'll put that up there um, very quickly the other things happening during the week it was great to have um, uh, Navozezon ne- sorry start say it again Navozezon at TransFamily yesterday fantastic communicator please get them along to your event and value trans and gender diverse expertise um, I've got to say one of the reasons I love doing this show is chatting with people like Jesse amazing um, there's so much awesomeness out there other things during the week, though, um, the shed for tra- um, trans men and friends and trans masculine um, on on the last Sunday of the month, as it is, if you're listening live. Um, Polythic Social, Bent TV coming up, and Gender Queer Australia next Saturday um, in the city. So lots of things are happening. Um, so, yeah, keep it rolling and um, enjoy. Well, i just got time for one more track, if we can it in um or some of it thereof and um take it out today though with the treacles and a track um from them from a few years ago we had lots of independent music from jesse today and so i thought well let's finish it off all independent we just played a track about a message about diverse music and for once there isn't one australian classic rock track on the show so there you go um it's just to show we can do all sorts of things so I take it out today with the Treacles, a band of trans people from Manchester in the United Kingdom, and he's there, one of my favourites, Sparkle. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week when it will be two weeks to Radiothon. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.